Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast here at Union Grove Lumber Studios. To know more about the Shed Geek Podcast, visit us at shedgeek.com. And for all your lumber needs, call one of the team members at 704-539-5506 or visit us online at uniongrovelumber.com. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. And what a beautiful scenery we've got here today. Excited about this interview. Long time in the making. And I just know that we're going to talk 200 mile an hour. Aaron, you want to introduce yourself to the audience, who you are and what you do? Yeah, uh, my name's Aaron Weaver. Uh, I am originally from uh, Holmes County, Ohio. Uh, and uh, I uh, sell sheds uh, for Millcraft Barns out of Millersburg, Ohio. And, uh, you know, right now I also live up here in northern Michigan, which is where we're at, uh, which is amazing because, yeah, like you said, this is a long time uh, in the making. And uh, we get to sit here on uh, Lake Charlevoix and uh, just do what we love and talk about what we love. And so, uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me uh, on the show, and I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's very cool and very beautiful, one of the best uh, backgrounds that we've had so far. So for those who are watching on YouTube, it's a treat. It's very cool. Man, all of like Michigan's been cool. Definitely the uh, top of the uh, lower peninsula has been like a lot of fun. Got to hear some shed haulers and it's just been really cool. Got to go up and see the island, oh, yeah. you know, beautiful up there. We met this really awesome couple running a new campground and just, man, life's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Michigan, you know, Michigan has its the whole state when you travel, like, I mean, obviously I'm from Ohio, so I'm not supposed to be in Michigan, um, as a Buckeye, but that's right. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, once you get past, uh, you know, mid state, uh, of Michigan, you get up here in Northern Michigan, it's a whole different, a whole different world. And, uh, but there's so much beauty, uh, like up on the Island. Um, and, and the people are so friendly. I mean, yes. it's, it's, I think, I think what's cool about it is, it reminds me of the reason I could move up here was because it reminded me of home. I mean, if anybody knows, you know, Holmes County, most of the time when you're driving, people wave at you and, you know, you know, they do what I call the Amish wave, uh, you know, and, uh, or the buggy wave, you know? Uh, so yeah, but yeah, it's beautiful up here, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I still, my heart's in Ohio. O-H-I-O, right? That's right. Yep. But you guys, what, uh, Michigan, wasn't that? That was Tom Brady? Right? I, I think. Oh, listen, I'm not I'm not a Michigan fan, so okay. you know, All uh, right. I am an Ohio State Buckeye, and I always will be. Well, yeah, I know guys that are Ohio fans, and I think yeah. Brady was yeah, a Wolverine. He was. And then he, he was. And then he went and played for New England, yep. and they were like, oh, man, i got to embrace this guy. But you know what? It worked out pretty it good did. for him. So. It did. It did. Um, so tell me, man, your shed story. How'd you get into sheds? Like, uh, you woke up one day and said i want to be in the shed business like all um, of us not quite like that uh it was uh it was interesting you know uh my background is business my background is uh sales uh doing that thing and uh you know the a couple uh oh this has been back in 2018 19 uh millcraft barns uh you know uh again in our community uh, we're just, we all know each other and, you know, we know what we we're good at and, you know, whatever. And so, uh, they, they had opened up a store and, you know, they were trying to find someone that could, you know, basically sell some sheds and, you know, they had some, 
some, uh, I would say some people that were in there that, you know, they just didn't know, you know, selling sheds and they were just looking for someone. And at that time I had just got done selling, selling my company in the oil field and I was drilling oil Okay. and, uh, I was like, I don't want to be in business. I don't want to be, you know, I just want to drill oil and, and that's it. And, uh, you know, Millcraft called me up, uh, and, uh, they were like, Hey, you know, would you be interested in, you know, selling sheds? And I'm like, <laughs> I'll never forget where I was sitting. I was on the oil rig and, uh, I'm sitting there cause I was in my barracks or, you know, what we call our kind of our bunkhouse area. And, uh, I'm like sheds, like, how am I going to give up drilling oil to sell a shed? You know? And like, in my mind, I'm just thinking like, how can you make a living selling a shed? Right. You know, it just didn't make sense to me. And, uh, you know, I fought it for a while. And then finally, after a while, I was like, Hey, you know, you know, I'll come basically and, and help, uh, you know, see what it's about. Maybe, maybe not. If anything, I'll give you guys some, you know, help, uh, you know, maybe finding the right person. And, um, it was a Thursday night or a Wednesday, a Thursday night. Uh, and I was working midnight shifts, uh, on the oil rig. We work 14 days on 14 days off. And, I got off and, and I went right there on a Thursday night and, you know, I kind of procrastinated cause I really, I, I really didn't want to do it. <laughs> like I, I, I really didn't. Um, and cause I just couldn't understand it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, I showed up and it was dark and I showed up at the store and, you know, um, anyway, after we talked a while, I, I looked at what they had and what they weren't doing. Um, and it wasn't their fault. I had nothing uh, sure. that they were doing. Yeah. It's just their builders, yep. you know, and, uh, I saw an opportunity to where if it was done different, um, there could be a lot more success. Yeah. And, uh, that night I shook their hand and I'm like, I mean, there was a little bit here and there that we had to get worked out, but I, I kind of came back with a plan of what I thought we could do. And uh, really, the rest is history. Uh, now, now I've got three stores. Um, we're getting ready to open a couple more. Uh, but you know, right now we've got three stores: one in Youngstown, Ohio, uh, Canton, Ohio, and Finley, Ohio. Uh, and uh, you know, very good stores. I got managers in each one of those locations. Um, and yeah, we're we're doing a and we're growing. Doing, yes, I mean like we uh, are growing. Yeah, take uh, you know, kind of going from a. Um, a low point in sales to yep. you guys are hitting some really yep. we won't talk numbers but yeah. hitting some nice numbers very yeah very nice and 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 you know it, it's uh, it was prior to covid so it wasn't even just that covid is what right. leaped yeah. us yeah. don't get me wrong everybody got like, everybody, <laughs> everybody got a boost really huh? got a boost and yep. you know but I think it, it, right now it's so important to make sure you're looking at numbers prior to it because we all know no matter what business you were in, COVID changed everybody's yeah. world as a business right. owner or, or if you were in any kind of business doing anything. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it goes back to doing things in a different way. And, and you and I've talked about this. Uh, and when I, when I looked at it in the beginning, I was looking at it as how could I sell a shed? I can't sell a shed. I mean, I mean, I could sell a shed, but how am I going to make a living selling a shed? Yeah. You know, and you know, when I turn my mindset into, uh, what is my real purpose? You know, my purpose is not to sell a shed. My purpose is to bring people in. I'm in the people business. Yeah. You know, how can I give a, a person something that they really need, uh, and that they can use? And as soon as I set my, or change my mindset into, I can't sell a shed or how am I going to sell a shed? And I did more of what does this per- person looking for? 
what can I provide to this person? Yeah. And next thing, uh, one thing led to another, and you know, you, you next thing you know, you're you're selling multiple sheds, and you know, and then you are like, okay, I can duplicate this. Yeah. You know, and you know, again, it's just like life. Anything you do, if you don't have a purpose. And you're in it to, and you know this. I mean, you know, you're not in the, you're not in the podcast world. You're not in the world. You're man. in the people world. Absolutely. You know, you're communicating. Yeah, yeah. I love to communicate. You know, we were when we were sitting there with like even the um, the the RV camp owners. I start talking to the people because it's what I do. I can't stop <laughs> myself. And next thing you know, I'm like finding out she's you know there from the island and 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 around and the guy's like a, a retired United Airlines pilot and they used to be RV people themselves and they just opened up after four weeks and the next thing you know in, in my head I'm sitting here going like you're interviewing these people is what you're doing right yep. now and then like this this light bulb comes over my head hmm we travel enough maybe an RV podcast would be oh, I think <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, you're, absolutely. You're, like in your head you start thinking immediately like I love to sit down and talk to these people so I'd love to hear their story Sheds has been the common denominator to communicate yep. and and sheds and, and, and the world that's gone so far beyond you know carports and post frame and tiny homes and yep. everything yep. else and you're kind of understand that yep. because you're multi um what's the word multi-talented multi-functional yeah diversified diversified <laughs> diversified you, you know and i think i think that's what's important and, it, and it's it's you know life and I say this, you know, I do a radio show here locally in Traverse City. Um, and, uh, and you know, I talk a lot about, you know, the, the housing industry. I talk about, uh, you know, um, tiny homes, all that stuff. And, but, you know, life is all about an interview. Anybody you walk upon, you're interviewing them yeah. if you're doing it the right way. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're not a good interviewer, you know, it's going to be a challenge for you to do anything. But... Everybody has their place. And, you know, and that's something that Millcraft and myself, we were able to come to a common denominator that they're great builders. Their product is amazing. And I'm a great salesman. And, uh, you know, and it works to, if you combine those together, um, you're powerful. And, and, you know, I always say I'm only as good as the people that are around me. And that's exactly right. If I didn't have a product that I I believe, I didn't believe in, I I can't sell it. You know, if you, if you don't have a, uh, something that you believe in or you, you aren't genuinely talking to someone, you're not going to have a podcast. Absolutely. And, and so I think that's, what's so unique and why we have connected the way we've connected is because we both have a purpose of why we're on on this earth and, for sure and man doing. i was just mentioning like we're starting to do like more series where we can create you know where we can bring in like three or four different people on zoom you know we just did one with the shed hauler shed builder shed uh salesperson we can bring more people in or maybe even get a an rto yep. guy on or get a builder on one time or get a 3d configurator yep. on one time to kind of discuss you know why it's necessary to do these things but we can create good content and good content is really what's on my heart yep. because uh well, I make my, my living via advertising and now, yep. now marketing as well is included in that. And Lord knows what else is going to open up, but I'm yep. just excited about the opportunities. But, but, but we're, we're, um, we're doing that by connecting with people. Ultimately, Correct. it comes down to, you know, making a connection and when opportunities and opportunities for collaboration yep. come up, that's something me and you were discussing yep. in, you know, in, in details. What are your thoughts on collaboration in the industry? How does it help? You know, what? Where does uh, competition fit in versus yeah. collaboration? Well, you know, um, you know, my competition knows how I feel about competition. 
I think that it's the best thing in the world. It, it keeps everybody honest. Yeah, um, keeps you sharp. And I think you should always you should always work with your competition because you know when you're closed minded and you think your competition, it, you're scared of them and you don't want to collaborate or you don't want to help them out or they don't you don't want them to help you out and you you look like enemies. Um, you're just gonna fall or you're gonna stay stale. You know, I think competition is great, and I always have a thing that I always say, and that is stop being competitive and be creative. Oh. And, and Speaking I, from my heart right I, now, dude. I, yeah, I find that the more creative and the more I collaborate with competition, other people, and not even just competition. I say competition because I think people are scared to talk about this. And yeah. I think that the only reason I've been successful is because – I have worked with my competition. If I didn't have a product in the right price line as as my competition and my customer came in, I didn't say, okay, well, I'm sorry, I can't provide this for you. Have a good day. No, I said, hey, listen, there's a guy across the street here. His product might fit you better than what mine's going to. Yeah. And I brought value. And guess what that person did? They told their friends about me. Yeah. And then I had, you know, someone else in there. And, and you know, and and my competition across the street did the same thing. And, and that was one thing when I came to the, that, that lot um, in Canton, Ohio, is I, I, there was a, a, a competitor um, right beside me. And the first thing I thought is, I'm going to go over there and introduce myself <laughs> and start yeah, being friends hello. with them. Yeah. Because if we can become the shed corner, listen, I'm not going to be able to handle 20,000 people coming to my lot. I needed somebody else to be there. I thought it was kind of cool. Richard... Miller posed a question on the Shed Sales Professional Facebook group recently, and that's one of the things he, he asked was, what's what's like hitting the industry right now? What's its biggest concern? Or I don't remember the exact question, but but basically, I, I, I remember looking through the answers and being kind of surprised because so many people was like, you know, being able to work together with your competition, yep. not having the guy down the street badmouth you. It looks yep. bad when you badmouth them and yep. they badmouth you. Yep. And then the customer kind of is like, you know, I don't want to go to any of these guys or they don't have a good experience yep. or maybe they're, you know, shopping at a big box store or something like that. We kind of, uh, we kind of feel like, yeah, there's a place for all of it, competition and collaboration, but seems like there's uh, a growing industry and and trying to do more together yeah um, I'm excited about it yeah and, and I think I think the other the other thing is is like you know having a platform like yours where you know you might have me on here as millcraft right and you might have uh, somebody from old Hicker you might have somebody from sheds direct you might have somebody from you know United uh, builders uh, you know all these different people at the end of the day, we're, we're all quote unquote competition, right? Yeah. But, but what's nice about your platform is you bring us all together and we all have the same exact mindset and we have the same, we have the same vision. We have the same thoughts. And so like for me, um, you know, I know people that probably would never come on the podcast cause, oh man, you've got my competition on there. Why would yeah. I want to go on? You know, <laughs> but, but it's not like that. You yeah. know, you, you're, you have, you, what i learn about you is you have that mentality to be able to bring competitors together and have the same purpose. You know, um, we, I appreciate the kind words. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, you're building that trust. And I think that that's so important in this industry because we are a small industry yet. We are a large industry. And, you know, if we're sitting out there battling each other, the only people that are losing are the people out there that are looking for a shed. 
Hey, Shed Geek listeners, a special shout out goes to everyone who stopped by the RTO National booth at the recent Shed Builder Expo. We want to extend our heartfelt thanks for making it a great event and showing your support as Phil Falls led an educational session on the current technology providers available to help streamline your business. If you miss us at the show or simply want to reconnect with our team, email us at contactus at rtonational.com or call 833-588-1802. Occasionally, you know, nothing worth doing comes without like challenges and things you have to overcome and stuff like that. And I've really had to put in perspective, like even some of my own, like early on, I don't even know if it still says that I probably need to update my bio, my website, but there for a long time, I said, you know, I come with a laundry list of bad jobs, bad bosses, bad, (laughs) bad decisions. And I had somebody interview me based off of that. And I was kind of like, they were like, what do you mean? I was like, well, Hey, listen, we're all accountable. You know, I have had some bad bosses. That's the truth. Um, and, and the truth is I've made some bad decisions yep. too. And I don't think anybody who goes through life that's doing anything is, is, is gonna not be able to say the same. Correct. I mean, I've literally failed my way to, to succeed. We all have, I mean, that's the only way, you know, uh, you know, that's the only way you can grow, you know, yeah. is, is, and, and I, it, we call it failure, but it's not failure. It's growth. It's growth. It's uh, learning. Uh, it's uh, overcoming. It is. Yeah, it obstacles and, and just challenges. And, you know, like I I remember always being like, gosh, uh, there's times I remember being like, I feel like the weakest person on the team. And it's like, you know, but uh, I mean, even the Bible says, you know, the least of these, you know what I mean? Yep. I can take and yep. it's not it's not about qualifying you, you know, like if I can take you and, and put you in a, a, a position of a value or whatever. And it's kind of like, well, if, if that's what my will is, so be it. Right. Yeah. So, you yep. know, my life, my life is, is, uh, in his hands anyway. So yep. whatever yep. He, he decides it'll be, it'll be, Yep. it's really cool. And I appreciate that. I really do appreciate the kind words because, uh, I, I think the industry as a whole, I mean, the, the, the Tyler Mahan saying a rising tide lifts all boats, man, it's been around since like almost the beginning of the show. And it's kind of like, wow, it really clicked. We could do more together. And I don't know what else is left to come, Aaron. Yeah. But like, I remember stopping by seeing the Millcraft guys. I yeah. got a chance to meet you. I think yeah. they were talking about you. And it was like, that's yeah. awesome. I wish I could meet him. Yeah. This has been like literally two years ago. And then we've been talking about having you on the show for yeah. so long. Finally got a chance to get to Michigan yep. Yep. to do that. So, But Millcraft is primarily in yeah. Ohio. Ohio. They are. Yes. Yep. They, they are all in Ohio. Uh, Northeast Ohio um, is is where they provide. And, and uh, so... You know that's the brand that we use, um, but but I say we use, but at the end of the day, we're all a team. I mean, you know, uh, like I said earlier, you know, I'm only as good as as uh, the people around me, and yep. and I could not be where I'm at, um, even up here in Michigan. You know, building tiny homes and and prefab homes um, in, as an independent company, uh, I I would not be here without Millcraft, um, the builders. You know, and uh, you know. The Millcraft family, the Millcraft uh, group of guys that are there and and gals, they are. I would, I just, I wouldn't be here right yeah, now without people. them. And and they are amazing people. They have uh, a great product, and 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 it shows because again, they they're servants uh, with a, a purpose. And when you align with people that have a purpose. You know, and and again, I, I know we're we're hitting on this a lot, but it goes back to the competition thing, and you know, like what you're doing. If if you have everybody on this podcast that have a purpose, we all can work together. You know, it's like what what really surprises me is like you know you you can get in your own head sometimes and be like, oh gosh, did I did I do everything, say everything, uh, shut up when I'm supposed to, all those things on this podcast. 
you know, did, was I my best? Were they at their best? Surprisingly, sometimes you'll get a, a phone call and somebody will be like, dude, that was my favorite one. I absolutely love that one. And yeah. you're over here second guessing yourself, not realizing, you know, keep putting out, you know, content, keep putting out good content, ask genuine questions because you just don't know who that's going to reach. Yeah. There might be somebody in that moment right now that, that hears that, that yep. that was the time they needed to. I want to shift for a minute. You used a word that me and you've talked about quite a bit. You used the word branding, you yeah. know, like we really focused on branding. Um, the shed industry meets branding. What's your thoughts? Um, I know that's big, <laughs> isn't it? I didn't try to narrow it down at all for you either. You know, you know I, I'm just going to start from the beginning, you know. Um, but, you know, branding, we get confused with branding and advertising. Mm. You know, um, anybody can advertise, um, but only the right people can brand, you know, and you know, how, and again, going back to the, the collaboration, when you brand, you're never scared of competition because you have a brand, right? Um, I think that I, I would love to see more branding in the shed world. You know, uh, I think we just get it mixed up. And I, and I, and I think that, um, again, using your platform to, to educate competition even on what branding is. Because, again, I don't, I don't get scared of saying that, oh my goodness, I'm a brand, you know, I like the brand, you know, or, or whatnot. But branding is so important because no matter what area you're in, if you don't have a brand, you know, look, we had lunch together. Yeah. We, you asked the question to the waiter, you know, if you had to buy a shed, where would you, where would you buy it? His first thing was Home Depot. Yeah. Why? We have, we have, we have so many independent (laughs) shed companies right here here in your backyard. Why would you go to Home Depot? Well, I, because I, I think, I think there is a shed guy up, up on the the road and it's something, I forget what he said, but something, uh, I think it was like something in Sons back from where I was, where I used to live. But, but that company might think, and this is going to sound very harsh, maybe to some people who listen in who who are like, oh no, I'm taking that personal. I really feel like I'm doing a good job and maybe you are, but. But generally speaking, even for large companies, it's yep. hard to brand. It is. Um, this guy's like, yeah, I would probably go to Home Depot. Yep. yep. Even though that local guy was there, you know what I and mean? And I even He's- said, I said, you know, you have a shed guy a mile out the out of, out of town here, right? Uh, but, you know, Home Depot is 45 minutes away. Right. You got a guy a mile down the road and you're going to go 45 minutes away to buy yep. a shed at Home Depot. Yep. You know, and that's something I think is so important for us in our industry to understand. And I think that's why, again, going back to this whole collaboration thing, you know, I might, if I think I have the best brand and I think that I'm doing the best job, I'm not growing, I'm stale, I'm done. I, I am. My mindset is I'm gonna, I want to learn. If I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Right. And I think it's very important to be able to listen to podcasts like yours and hear what my competition's doing in a way that's going to help me grow. Right. Where then I can get on the podcast. Being intrusive. You're not. As much as it's about, hey, we can grow together, actually. 100%. (laughs) Because then I can get on and I can say what I do. Yeah. And that might help somebody. You know, and and that's how I look at this even coming on here is I have nothing to hide. You know, to me, the more information that I can give out, and I can help someone else grow, I'm going to get that twofold. Yeah. Because and, the industry grows. Because the industry grows. There are, I, there are thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out there that don't need my product. Yeah. 
they because well, yeah. they they need they need our product, but yeah. they they might not want my product because maybe it's too expensive, or maybe uh, they, the options aren't right, or I don't service that area. So yeah. how can I go and 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 provide that to my competition and say, hey, you know, hey, why don't you? I know this guy down the road that you know he's got the perfect color that you're looking for. Uh, Something we didn't even mention is is I went beyond that after asking that that waiter where would you get one. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, just name me like two or three companies, oh, yeah. though, anywhere that, that I could go get one from. It didn't really matter if it was close. Name me two or three companies anywhere that you've been that I might be able to go uh, find a shed at. And he was like, yeah, I, I've, I don't know. I don't know the name of any shed companies. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just know Home Depot. I said. just know to go to Home Depot <laughs> and get a shed, I think, because there was like these ones. It was like a double yeah. decker and it was like $2,000 or <laughs> yeah. something. And it was like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Completely yep. price point yep. driven. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I find myself, you know, tra- you know, I travel a lot. Um, and, you know, I, I do a radio show here in Traverse City, like I was saying. And, uh, you know, people will call. It's a, people call in and, and talk, and I find myself when people say, "You know, well, how did you get started?" And I say, "Well, I, I sell sheds." You do what? Yeah, <laughs> I sell sheds. Yeah, sheds right. like in your backyard, like, like back. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm like, wait, we are not educating people what that industry is. Yeah, people only come to us when they see that their one in the backyard needs replaced yeah. or they got so much stuff and their wife's been on them for all summer long that you got to clean out the garage. You got to clean out the garage. I want to park in the winter time in my garage. And it's like, Oh shoot, fall comes. And you're like, okay, um, I'll get one honey. And then November comes and snow goes. And all of a sudden everybody goes crazy because their wife's still on them saying, Hey, we, <laughs> I want to park my, I want to park my vehicle park in the garage. Vehicle. Yeah. You got to clear it up. But, but you know, how can, you know, I always ask myself, and, and, and it goes back to what you asked me, how can I educate somebody what the shed world is before they need a shed? Yeah. That's what branding's about. Branding's yeah. about how can you get out there so that when you do walk into a restaurant, there's no reason why anybody in this city, this little village that we're in in East Jordan, Michigan, that if you said that question to that waiter, they should know that, oh, yeah, you know, this is where, you know, th- that guy out there uh, outside of town here, he's got a lot of options. You know, if, and, and I think anybody that's, that's watching or listening to this show uh, that has a shed retail store or a manufacturer should always ask themselves that question. I'm sure word of mouth is a priority for your sales leads within your region. But have you considered your online presence? Is it more important how you sell or how the customer prefers to buy? According to Oberlo.com, 63% of shopping occasions begin online. As we enter a new era of retail, it's clear that shoppers, whether or not they purchase online, begin their sales process online. Just Google it has become an everyday part of today's vocabulary. Many of you have asked, how will listing sheds on ShedHub help me? The answer is simple. It starts with being visible. When your customer searches Google for sheds for sale, sheds near me, or where to buy sheds, Google recognizes ShedHub as a top-performing website for where to find sheds. From here, customers can make the purchase online or contact the dealer for more information. With ShedHub, your sales commission is still yours. ShedHub does not charge for the individual sheds you sell. Simply pay the monthly subscription no matter how many sheds you sell. For promotional pricing only available through the Shed Geek Podcast, go to geek.shedhub.com for 12 months of savings. Sell more sheds with shedhub.com. 
you know, I thought to myself, like, wow, just landing in in this industry, you know, started in purchasing, went into, uh, did rep work for for uh, RTO, and so that created a lot of travel. Uh, I was a sales sales manager in between that time, and just sort of getting to know it. Um, you know, at one point we had three lots, had a, you know, did a truck and trailer, and was like, oh no, this is not our space. You know, yeah. like just realizing that real quick, it's it, it comes down to realizing, you know. Why not focus on what you're good at and what's working yep. and quit trying to, you know, like so just surround yourself with people who are good at the things you're yep. not. And, you know, me and my wife, that's why I feel like, you know, 23 years of marriage has worked really good is because, you know, she completes the areas that I fail in and vice versa. We try to work like a well-oiled machine to say, hey, I'm not going to go out and try to learn how to do that thing. I'm not against it, but it's working to just collaborate Yep. you know with you in this situation and you can take care of that and i don't have to think about it now yep. i'll jump in there whenever i need to you know whatever that task is uh whether it's work or whether it's around the house or whatever so that's why it works good i've i mean we've ventured out now to where we are doing marketing you know and i've had to ask myself several times you know previous to that you know is that the space i wanted to be in it's pretty much labeled marketing from the beginning anyway so yeah. it wasn't yep. too much of a stretch but you know even beyond that, I'm trying to think what could work in, in my head. And I don't know, man. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't know. Like, it depends on how far I get involved in the industry. And the main thing is, like we talked about, can't always walk on eggshells at the same time. You know, there's no desire to make people mad. If your yeah. success of, a, of an idea makes people mad, then those are the people you don't want around anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, it sounds terrible. But, yep. you know, like, I'm, I'm willing true. to, yeah, well, I'm still willing to, to like have a conversation, work with them or whatever. But yeah. if it's, if it's not your tribe, you know what I mean? Like, you're just not going to work so together it, anyway. Put it this way. If someone, if someone came into my store and said, I, I, I want a 10 by 16, but I only have $2,000 to spend. You're going to have to send them. Am I going to work with them? Right. I mean, it, you're not, you know, you, it, it's the same way. It, yeah. It's, it's. It's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, hey, look, I don't have a product for $2,000. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you go on the marketplace, there yeah. might be a used one you can find for $2,000. Yeah. Heck, you might even get it for $1,500. Yeah. But again, it, it, and I think that that's so important. Um, you know, it sounds harsh when we say things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, it's the same thing. And, and I think, you know, sometimes people look at, at what you're doing. And I think what's, what's cool about this podcast right now is, you know, we get on. Okay, so. You know, I'm on here. It's not a shed. You know, I I want people to realize the only way that I have been successful the way I have been is to collaborating. And I think it's so important. If I go on a radio show, if I go on a podcast, if I go on anything and I'm putting a message out, the message isn't about what I'm doing and who I am. It's about I want people to know when when they listen to this podcast that what can they get out of that? Yeah. You know, they don't need to hear about my success or my lack of success or whatever it is. Um, my beauty. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was joking. We know that's not true. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll forward you the emails, (laughs) (laughs) but no, you know, I think it's important though for people to understand, like, again, you know, your platform is providing so much to people. And so if I can use that platform, um, you should. That's it, the it, thing, man. Yeah. Use it. Like yeah. the content creation. I tell people all the time, I'm like, YouTube, whatever it is, yep. put it on. Use it for content creation. Yep. Send it to your marketing guys. Yep. If you don't have one, holler at me. We'll yep. put it on there yep. for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? But 
use it because it's all free content whenever you come on and talk about it. And it's, well, I mean, even the, the Bible, I say this all the time, it says iron sharpens iron. iron I, yep. I totally believe that, 100%. like, you know, the more that we get together and, and, and I love creativity. Absolutely love the idea of being creative. I, yep. I believe, you know, God was creative. So yep. I, I believe if we're made in his image, we're meant to be yep. creative too. And that's that's the beauty is a lot of guys look for, this was another conversation we had, was a lot of guys look for uh, guaranteed, measurable ROI on every yeah. single thing. Like I had somebody recently tell me, they was like, uh, I'm getting in, I'm getting in maybe the weeds too far here. But I had a guy tell me recently, he was like, well, I'm just trying to figure out if we spend, you know, $500 a month on an ad with you. You know, I'm like, I'd like to see about $10,000 in, in ROI or whatever on that. And I was like, if you're getting $10,000 in ROI by spending 500 bucks, you need to spend 5,000 bucks with me. because we got, <laughs> Exactly. We've got to measure in some reasonable yes, ROI. Yes. You know, like a good ROI yep. is going to be three to one, yep. right? So yep. like, but at advertising, 10 to one is going to be magnificent. You want 20 to one. I was <laughs> like, we just, we just like, sometimes with your ad dollars, you just got to bring it in to say, Okay, what's a re- is it a line item on your budget? What's a reasonable amount of ad dollars? There are professionals out here who can talk on it. I can at least touch the surface. Yep, yep. Um, Hello, Shed Builder. Midco is celebrating its 15th year serving you, the Shed Builder. And we couldn't be more excited about serving you in 2023. What started as an opportunity to serve you with top quality steel and fiberglass doors has developed into an opportunity to serve you with many products. Midco offers pre-hung slab and overhead garage and roll-up doors, vinyl windows, aluminum shed and playhouse windows, several hardware items such as anchors, coil nails, T-hinges, drip edge, Z-bar, hurricane straps, T-handles, barrel bolts, D-handles, and louvered vents, and more. Plus, they have an accessory line of products like board and batten molded shutters, flower boxes, diamond plate ramps, and Mr. Cool mini splits. Thank you, Shed Builder, for 15 years of serving your Shed brand. We look forward to 15 more. To receive information on these products and more, call 270-247-7447 or visit midcoproducts.com. Midco Building Products, trusted American craftsmanship. This is going to segue perfectly right back I, I was into just our thinking that. advertising I, and marketing. I, I was going to say that. I mean, I think this is perfect because I think the way I had the most success with what I did was take all that language of what's my return on investment? What's my ROI? What is that? You know, I got to measure this. I got to measure that. I got to do this. I got to do that. I understand, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I, I know my numbers. I know my sales. I know what's going on in my stores. However... I also know the market and I don't measure my advertising and marketing and all that stuff by, you know, oh, what's my ROI on this? You'll never, ever, ever, ever know. And, and, and someone can just tell me different and they can argue, but I will tell you, you will never know because not everybody walks in and goes, oh yeah, I saw your uh, ad on Facebook. That's how I found you. No one's going to say that. You're going to say, so how did you hear about us? Uh, I 
drove by because that was the only thing that they did. And they're just, well, I would even add to that. They're not even as concerned as you are with measuring your ROI. They're there to buy a building or look at a building. Correct. So if you're genuinely trying to get down to the nuts and bolts of like what created the human behavior that drove the decision to to go or to stop or to uh, search online or whatever, sometimes it's going to be hard and and you're really going to have to drill them if you're like, let's get down to the And you don't want to do that. Moment. <laughs> let's let's not talk about selling sheds yeah. right now. And most of your yeah. shed sellers don't care yeah. to, to get this like authenticity from I mean, it anyway. Listen, I asked my managers like, I'm trying to sell. Yeah. I'm not trying to confuse this. I ask my with, managers all the time, hey, you know, put it on, you know, I, I used to. I don't anymore because it's yeah. an uphill battle. You know, um, but I, I'm always like, you know, hey, you know, ask them where you're Listen, I don't want to ask them. I just asked them for, you know, $5,000, 6000 $10,000, You know, why, why do I? And it's not their job to do that. You know, no, I'm certainly not going to grill them. So, no. So, let me, let me, where did you hear about us? And it's yeah. like, I, yeah. I, I think Facebook, but like, where were you at <laughs> yeah. during the day? It's like you're putting a gun to their head. Like, where did you hear about me? <laughs> I need to know specifically what made you stop yeah. by here. And on that, this is what I'm going to say about that. Where I became, what made me successful in that, in that direction of measuring the ROI, all I had to do is watch my sales go up. If my sales went up, I know that I'm successful and I'm getting my Keep return on investment. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. So many people stop too soon. Yep. You know, do more of it. <laughs> do more of it. And, and again, I'm, I'm, and this isn't you telling me because uh, you want more ad uh, uh, spend. It's me as somebody that's spending the ads that if it's working and your sales are going up, Keep doing it. Well, Don't there, think you have it, to have an exact number. And this is one of the, I'll throw this out here free. This is one of the things that like we talk about. You can get to a formula to where you realize what's making sense. You know what I mean? If you're spending, you know, there's guys in this spending, you know, 15, 20 grand way more. Yeah. Add, you know, Google ad dollars a month yep. or whatever. You know, it just depends on where you're at in size. But, yep. but if you've got, if you've got a guy who's spending, you know, $5,000 and not seeing results, you know, like you got to start asking yourself a lot of different questions. Like, you know, is it the ads? Is it our reach? Are we not targeting the right way? There's probably a million things that you can, you know, track down to figure out what's working and what's not. But, you know, there comes a point to where if, if you can kind of figure your leads and they funnel in and you can figure your close ratio and you can say, okay, yep. I'm spending X amount of dollars. I'm seeing X amount of return. There should be at some point, even though we, we, t- we talk about not measuring ROI, there comes a point where endless dollars aren't spent. Yeah, yeah. Well, and measuring is, is good, but sometimes we get lost in the numbers. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is at the end of the day, do your thing, uh, sell, and, and do what's right. You know, I, I went through a year spending like $3,000 a month on this ad in this magazine that, you know, I took a chance on it. And... You know, I know that it didn't work because I never, I looked at the address, I knew what area went in and I didn't sell one building in that area. So I knew it didn't work. I didn't have to figure it out, you know, um, but, you know, I think so many times we get lost in the numbers and I think that's my biggest thing is, is, you know, to people when they ask me that, it's like, don't, you, you, you need to know your numbers. You got to be smart. But at the end of the day, if you're spending and your sales are going up, then you're doing something right. Yeah, try, and try to keep stop. honing in on it, but at the same time, keep doing Correct. more of what Correct. you're doing that's working. Do Correct. all of what, as long as it's profitable. You just yeah. need to know your numbers, yep. like you said. Yep. Know it's profitable. Yeah. Know your P and Ls, and actually know them and understand yep. them, and yep. be able to break down the difference in yeah. revenue you, you and still, profit. You and, still have to know them, but don't 
you got to know your numbers, but it's not set in stone. It's not the Ten yeah. Commandments. Yeah. You know, numbers are great. Yes, your P&L, you got to know that you're making profit, right? You got to know what your margin, that, that's one thing. But be okay and go out of your comfort zone and spend a little money, more money on something if you know you're going to get more. And you're not going to find that out in a month. You're probably not going to find it out in three months. If you're in business and you don't want risk, yeah, like then exactly. maybe question, you know, why you're in business. There's There's measured risk and... In everything you do, I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story if you don't mind. Yeah, um, go for it. You know, when I first started, you know, my my rent uh, for my store was about sixteen hundred dollars a month, and uh, you know, it was scary. You know, yeah. um, and I'm I'm paying my lease, and and you know, I've got uh, about a hundred buildings on my on my lot, and uh, you know, I've got a big building, a uh, uh, nice building. Um, you know. All, you know, nice computer, got all this stuff. I'm there six days a week. Uh, got a helper helping me and doing all this. And, uh, you know, I got, it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my lease, something happened with my lease, blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, we're going to raise your uh, lease to $5,000 a month. Oh, wow. And I'm like, $5,000 a month. But you know what? I had faith. Numbers, if I would have looked on paper and I would have went by my numbers, I would have said, nah. I was there for another three years paying $5,000 a month. And my sales went out the roof. And I never, ever, 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 ever didn't cover that. Yeah. Then I put a manager in that spot and I'm paying a manager. Numbers probably wouldn't say to do it, right? You know, as as a as a, uh, a store owner. But you know what? I went against the odds of what the ROI was. And two years later, you know, I'm doing the sales that I'm doing. It was worth paying $5,000 a month, you know. But, I, I, but up front... Yeah. It wasn't worth paying $5,000 a month, but yeah. I was like, nope, I, I'm not going to go that game. I'm, I'm going to do what I'm good at. I'm going to do it. I can make it work, you know, and, and, and that value that, and, and again, that goes just back to what I, I say that because I think it's so important that yes, numbers are great. You got to watch this. You got to watch that. But as soon as you stop because you feel like you're looking at the dollar amount and not what your, your sales are or what you have the capability of doing. You're not, you're not going to go. It's, it's just like when I came up here to Northern Michigan, you know, everything I have is in Ohio. Everything I know is in Ohio. My connections are in Ohio. Uh, the Amish community that I work with is in Ohio. My family's in Ohio. I come to Northern Michigan and start a tiny home business from scratch, knowing nothing. You know, why, why, why did I not just stay in Ohio and do what I knew what I was doing, you know? And I did the exact same thing in Northern Michigan here that I did in Ohio. And, you know, this year we've tripled our business in two years in tiny homes and prefabs. All progress assumes risk in any way, shape, or form. All progress assumes risk. You just have to figure out what the level of risk is for what level of progress you want to have. Some people don't want to grow to like this big national company and some just want to stay. Yep. And that's okay. Yeah. Like it it goes back to finding out what you want to do that you're good at and driving that. Hey, Shannon, who is this cow person I keep hearing about? Cow? That's actually an affordable software solution for shed manufacturers and dealers. Cow helps streamline your order management, delivery, point of sale, and e-commerce. What about RTO and RTO Pro? Yes, on both accounts. Cal handles both in-house and RTO companies with a very easy step-by-step process that produces a web-based contract. What about my Idea Room configurator? Cal and Idea Room are seamlessly integrated. Cal is definitely worth checking out. Call Tristan at 425-359-3279 
or visit calcanhelp.com. Um, final thoughts, and we'll, we're, we're like, uh, there's no even no telling. We could do yeah. this for two uh, hours. I, <laughs> no. I want to get you on another show, but I really want to do like, I, I mean this, I want to do like a, a show where we can get three to four oh, different I, people I would on love there. that. And then just like, you know, yeah. that could, if that turns into a two-part, oh, two-hour conversation, so then for those who enjoy that yep. and want to continue to listen to that, that's, yep. that's what we want to do. Others who want to do that or others who want to write uh, on our newsletter, I encourage people to you know uh just you know contact me or something if you've got something and you're getting started you're a hauler you're a seller you're a manufacturer whatever something you feel like you can add in value but your strength is maybe like commentary or like a blog you know not like a like an article we're not doing anything that yeah. big yeah but just something that's like story time offer some value people would like to read i'd, I'd love to do that uh, advertising and marketing. This was another conversation that went on recently, and I thought it was very fascinating. Um, what is the difference in advertising and marketing for you? How do you de- 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 define the two? You know, this is why I wanted our, our ADD to not uh, come back to this This is why question. we need another hour. <laughs> I know. So, you know, um, advertising and marketing, you know, when I, when I think of the two, Okay. Now, now I'll I'll tell you the truth about how I look at this. I always put branding, advertising. I put branding over here in the left, and I put advertising slash marketing in the right. So usually I measure both. Right. Those are the two that I would say I identify different. Right. However, if I if I look at advertising and marketing, I would say marketing is closer to branding then what advertising to me would be like spending money in the gold clipper or, you know, some of those like a magazine or a newspaper or, um, you know, like, so for instance, when I do my radio show here in Traverse City, you know, I look at that as marketing because it's, it's also, I, I would, I should say this, even though advertising and marketing might be in this category, marketing and branding to me is the somewhat the same thing. It just might be a different type of, uh, the brand is you're building a name. Uh, marketing is, uh, is what's leading you to build that name. Um, it might be something, uh, you know, in my mind, first thing I think of is social media. I think of YouTube. I think of LinkedIn. You know, um, if you look up uh, Innovative Tiny Houses, which is my tiny house company, um, I'm on every platform there is. Uh, and we don't do a lot of YouTube right now, but uh, we are, we're getting into it. It's tough and to build. Like it, it YouTube, is. you know, takes a long time oh, to build. A hundred percent. It takes it, consistency. It, if you think it's easy, yeah. it's not. And, and so, you know, I look at, Unless you get something really cool viral. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you could do something that would really, you know, yeah, but, you know, all of a sudden, you but, know, you, know, you might have to throw a hundred things at the wall for one of those you things could, to go viral, you, could, you know, yeah. actually probably more than that. But, but you know, I, I think advertising is something that you do um, to give somebody a quick awareness and they forget about you. Yep, yep. You see it, they forget. Marketing, you're, you're using marketing. It's a plan. It's a plan that you put in place. It's like a blueprint. Yep. And your end product, your home, is your brand. So you have to have marketing to create the brand. Now, you do need, you might want all three of them, but what I found in the shed world, advertising, again, you know, I would be curious to what you say on this, okay? But I I think marketing is more of a, a stable thing. I think a lot of times in our shed world, we think advertising. So like you might have an, uh, uh, an ad, 
right? Put up on, on your thing. But is that really an ad or is it marketing? Yeah, I would I would uh, say the same. You know, advertising's for a shorter, quicker return. Correct. Whereas marketing's sort of a, a larger, and I would even say marketing needs to end with plan because you have a plan. It's not just marketing. Yeah. There's actually a defined plan from building your, your branding guidelines yes. all together, you know, your color palettes of all your different things. Do you have all of that? Do you have a website which is, you know, ground zero for your marketing campaigns to create your Google and meta ads and things yep. like that. You know, are you, uh, are you running social media campaigns? Are you doing threads? Are you doing, yep. you know, YouTube, are you doing linked? Are you doing, you know, TikTok and, and all these different things? Uh, and if so, what are you trying to accomplish through them? Cause most of them are video, yeah, right? So yep. like, you know, a lot of those are video and the purpose of video is a primary, you know, means of communication because yep. yep. we sell a product. So it's retail. Correct. So there's only two businesses in America and that's retail or service. You know, yep. you either sell a product or you sell a service. If you're selling a product, you're trying to get hands on or you're trying to get eyeballs on the product yep. constantly. And that's what online kind of helps you yep. do. If you're selling a service, um, you know, you're in the service business. You're yep. definitely in the people business. If you're selling a retail item, you're in both because you're trying to reach them. And then you're also trying to sell them that piece of whatever it is you got. Yep. Ours is a bunch of wood and, and metal <laughs> thrown together for, for you to store stuff. Yep, in. yep. So, you know, creating a video campaign that shows people oh, that is, that's, it's secondary to somebody showing up at your lot. You yeah. Know, it's the same as having a website. The one thing that surprises me in the shed industry is have a website. It's your digital storefront. If you have a website and you don't have traffic, it's like having, you know, your sheds put off way back in a two-lane road in the middle yep. of nowhere. Yep. It's perfectly fine with that if you're content with yep. that. But if you're actually trying to reach people and you're not putting SEO into it, yep. if you don't yep. have uh, a marketing strategy. Wait, what's SEO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, they're yeah, so yeah. like, so, yeah. and a lot of people are like, I got into this to build sheds. What the yeah. heck are you talking about? I don't want to, yep. I don't even want to go down that. So yep. it's like, right. So find people you yep. trust and shameless plug for you know what I mean? Yep. yep. Uh, but there's well, so many good marketers in this. There space. is. There is. And and I think you know. Again, I think the biggest thing that um, I would encourage people to look at is you're trying to build a brand. How do you build that brand? Ask yourself that question. Yeah. You know, if you say my goal is to you know sell a million dollars in sheds yeah. um, in 2024, how am I going to do that? Yeah. Well, I want to build a brand. Okay, how do I build a brand? Well, it's going to take a various amount of things, but the number one thing that you have to do is a marketing plan. Plan. Yeah. I like how you said that. Yeah. It's a plan because it's a plan. it is. It's a various multiple if, things. It's on stuff and at the wall. If you're just, I feel like advertising, and not that all advertising is bad because this is the thing is my radio show up here works. Yeah. If I was down in Canton, Ohio doing a radio show, it's so polluted with so many different channels, yeah. it probably wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, but... It's a marketing plan, so you got to have a you know advertising to me is throwing at at, at the at the well. Sometimes it'll stick and it'll yeah. work, but you have to have a little bit of the advertising in the plan. Yeah, you do. I mean, there might have to be a little bit of things depending on the area you're in, but you know the biggest thing is is brand. You got to market to get to the brand. 
you know, it's, and it's I, a, that's what I appreciate what you do. It's a huge conversation. I want to have more of it with oh, you. I promise I know. you, we dude. Could, we we got to get back on another one because <laughs> me and you will talk <laughs> probably five hours off air, like, but they we, don't hear. We could do like five parts of this, you know. So, Next time we need to do it on my boat yeah, I, I, in the water, go. you know. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that would be a blast. That fir- that'll be a first for me. Okay, so well, hey, next summer, let's do it. Let's do it, man. I'll be back up here. We've got some interviews we missed out on this round. We're going to come back to, and we just have to make make rounds because we got several states yep, we got to yep, get yep. to uh final thought i'm going to give you or i say final thoughts maybe the wrong thing i did this recently and it worked out pretty good okay so i'm going to try this again uh, i'm so used to interviewing you and other people i'm going to give you a shot whether it's personal life or whether it's shed business whatever uh you got a you got a shot at one or two questions to interview the host here okay oh uh, man you're putting me on the spot yeah, here yeah. but uh you know i'd be curious uh you know what 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 got you into this world? Like what, what got you into the shed and, and even the the podcast, like what got you into that? So sheds was specifically because, um, uh, this could be a long story. Um, I was at a point in my life that I just wasn't happy. Uh, I'd been, had success in marriage, success raising my family and lots of just, yeah, it was, it was going really good, but I wasn't satisfied on a personal level. Uh, and I was really going through a depression, to be per- perfectly honest with you. Uh, and I reached out to a friend of mine who was a childhood friend, and we just wreaked havoc whenever we was young. And, you know, um, God had, had really changed his life, and, and for a way that I saw him really staying the course and not just playing the part. Uh, and he worked for a company that was hiring, and I got into purchasing uh, and then after about a year, um, I kind of kicked around some more because I wasn't mature enough yet to, to take on that responsibility that God was giving me, I think, uh, until I, I eventually really completely surrendered to him. Uh, and that's not to suggest I don't still mess up. Yep, yep. It's just to say that I, I, do. I, I surrendered to him and uh, ended up working in like faith-based drug and alcohol rehab. And then I had a buddy reach out and say, hey, man, I know you know about sheds and I just got a job as a, a sales manager kind of like type job and you want to start a shed lot. And then I became, I spent a whole year like absolutely learning everything about the sheds and my competition and meeting people and really wanting to like see the best for them and see the best for myself and trying to figure out how that would work. Uh, long story short, get into sales manager, move into RTO. I'm in RTO and, and I'm, I'm, I'm traveling one guy to the next and they all say the same thing. It's like they're on an island. Like, what are you seeing over here? What's happening over there? We don't feel like we have enough resources in the industry to learn and grow and be better. So it's like it turns into how do I create something that is beneficial to all, but then also I've got to make a living, right? Yep. And that's the hardest part I've had to, to overcome is explaining to people, hey, we have to eat too. <laughs> like we give away tons of free information, but then I'm, I'm never really the bad guy until I cash in on it financially. Yeah, and yeah. it's just what it is, what it is. Yeah. It has to be. So, um, so, so that was really it, man. Um, uh, I think I answered this maybe before one others, but whenever Deanna uh, found out she had breast cancer, I was really struggling with how I was going to stay helping care for my family. And then also be on the road. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, a lot of times knocking on doors doesn't let people in or they, they only hit you on the surface. But I wanted to see them to see who I really am. Yeah. And I thought the only way to do that is maybe put myself out there in a way that provides free and entertaining uh, um, conversations like this. 
And and it really worked. You know, I was a podcast listener, loved listening to audiobooks, and all of a sudden it just hit me. It was almost like, you know, maybe you could say divinely inspired or whatever yeah. you want to call it. But I just felt like, oh, this is the right thing to do. And uh, it hit. It hit a lick, man. It was one of those things where it's like, hey, this is this is who I am, like, when I'm not here. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in these conversations when I'm not behind a camera yep. or a microphone. So, um, yeah. And then got into the industry and realized, wow, like me and so many others are so jaded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this industry is so, sometimes it's so difficult between gentlemen's agreements oh, and just yeah. all of these different nuances. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to yep. go out and be me yep. Yep. and I'm going to hope it's enough. Yep. And uh, if God sustains it, so be it. And dude, it has. It's made like like this really cool living for me and my wife to travel. Yeah, like I and, love it. It's it's genuinely just being absolutely unfiltered who I am, and I hope that's good enough. Yeah. And if it's not, at least don't hurt my feelings. We yep. just don't work together. But yep. if it's but if it is, bro, it's 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 like life changing. Yeah, and I, and I think. Man, we could talk all day, but you know, I you know, I I think that you, what you just said, you know, if if we don't, you know, I always tell people like, look, any uh, even customers that are looking for me to build their home, you know, because we're building a lot more bigger homes now too yeah. in our our prefab shop, and you know, I I always say if I'm not the right person, yeah. listen, no hard feelings, right. let's shake hands. Right. And let's, let's go our friends. separate ways, but let's be friends, yeah, you know, like, to, Hey, yeah. stop in whenever you want to. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. you know, you know, and, and I think that that's sometimes where we get lost too, as, as we think we got to be cutthroat business people. And oh yeah. my goodness, like if you don't do business with me, then you're no good. Yeah. When you start thinking that way, you're not going to have success, you yeah. know? And, and so you can do all the marketing you want to, you can do all the advertising you want to, you can do all the branding you want, but if you don't treat people right and you think that just because that they aren't going to buy from you, don't 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 look now, but I think there's some gospel in there somewhere. Yeah, you know, I think if we look close enough, we'll there find it's oh, the I'm same sure. thing we're supposed to do. I'm sure, dude. We yeah. can talk for days. I promise. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Um, appreciate you yep. all that you're doing. Love the Millcraft yep. guys. Stopped by there last yep. year. Yep, they, absolutely. They, they, uh, they they're dropped, good people. They dropped me a hat and they bought us a donut, and I was oh, super excited yeah. about that because that's always uh, two things that I appreciate. <laughs> um, I ended up giving the hat to Joe. I'm gonna have to swing by there. I'll buy a hat from yeah. him. I'll trade him a hoodie or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but I, I want to thank I want to thank uh, uh, the foundry here where we're sitting uh, here in East Jordan, the foundry and uh, the Iron Goat for uh, letting us use their space to do this podcast. Uh, if anybody's ever in Northern Michigan, you got to come. I mean, you had the coffee, dude. Chai tea, it was amazing. Uh, and then you just really walk down the hall and we have lunch at the foundry. And I mean, right now it's smelling. Do you smell that? Yeah. Well, not, <laughs> so, only, not only the smell, but like the view. If you guys are here, oh, the coffee yeah. was great. We're yeah. gonna have to go down there and buy a hoodie. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. She's got them. some great stuff. I mean, her, her her Iron Goat. Yep. East Jordan, Michigan, absolutely phenomenal. Yep. And the foundry. Uh, we've had a blast. Love getting to meet yeah. you. Thanks let's for do having more me on. of this, dude. Oh, let's don't do less of it. No, like, let's do more. If we work, if we work in business together, oh, great. If we don't, yeah. you know what I mean. Well, if anything, we're I just going to be talking on the on a podcast. <laughs> if anything, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> so appreciate yeah, thank you, you so much. Yep. Thanks for coming. Absolutely, on. thank yes, you. Sir. Welcome back to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. This is Mo Lunsford of Union Grove Lumber. We would like to welcome you to the Union Grove Lumber Studios. Hey, we're this year's studio sponsor. And this is your host, Shannon Latham. 
Here at the Shed Geek Podcast, we give you education you can use and entertainment you need.